Hello! Thank you so much for tuning into episode 32 of the Tantalus Tales. If this is your first time listening, I just want to recommend starting at episode 1 of our show, Gnome Sweet Gnome, as we're story-driven and you could potentially run into spoilers if you started here. However, I'm not your dad, so I can't stop you if you want to start here. Enjoy the show. Previously on the Tantalus Tales. On the brass knuckles, one of them says thoughts, prayers, and the other says prayers. <laughs> he just found vans. Rebrand, rebranding. <laughs> he rebranded a pair of vans. It is interlocking. Like dragon scales? I wouldn't call it dragon scales. I'd feel bad for ice. <laughs> that would catch you an ass whooping. The like internal bleeding that just happened. You caused been, internal bleeding. Ha, has been mended. Your liver's a little uh, cleaner. Well, I'll have to fix that. <laughs> You're getting disintegrated and re-put together somewhere else. Really, are we you? just copy of ourselves? Are, are, are we just a copy of a copy of a copy? That is a can of worms that I don't feel like opening now. <laughs> well, so does that mean we never made it on the ship because they teleported us up? As you begin to put yourselves back together, you immediately realize something's wrong. This isn't the world we're supposed to be in, is it? You look around. It is dark. Oh god, this doesn't match the travel brochure at all. that you needed jackets and such on your North Pole expedition, but the air blows around you cold, stale, and sour. As your eyes adjust, you notice you're standing on barren, dusty land. There is dark, dead spots of vegetation that dot the landscape. Far off in the horizon, you see, lit by orbs surrounding the perimeter of it, a tall, spiraling tower that stretches up into the sky, piercing through a thick blanket of fog or cloud that is as black and eerie as the dark, open ocean. The clouds appear to spiral slowly around the top of the tower. The beacons of light that surround the tower are the only source of light that you can see in this entire landscape as you scan the sights or lack thereof really adjusting to the lack of light um except for Bakar, really because i think you're the only one that has no dark vision being a human variant uh-huh <laughs> i'm blind <laughs> poor thing so Oren, t and yanko adjust to the darkness a bit and can see Bakar, you can definitely see the light in the distance, but outside of that, you are essentially as blind as a Bakar in the night. Bakar. Bakar in the night. And as you stand there, you feel a slight rumbling begin. That's your tummy. You're hungry. <laughs> I mean, you guys did eat, didn't you? You're still I don't hungry. remember now. I don't know. <laughs> it may have been a bit. <laughs> sure, it's been a few uh, hours. How's that? Yeah, probably. From uh, your stomach and below your feet, a slow rumbling begins. Uh, what do you do? I guess I pull up my sword and go light. Uh, I jump super high. Let's see if I can see anything. You jump with super high? my moon shoes. With your moon shoes? Yeah, fuck it. So, go ahead and roll uh, athletics. Let's see how high you get. 19. Oh, fantastic. So yeah, you get damn near uh, a full-fledged jump out of this spell. And as you 
reach the the apex of your jump. You do a slow pirouette in the air to take in what's surrounding you. I'm graceful as fuck. Graceful as fuck, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as you are looking, you notice roughly what would be the distance? Um, about nine hundred to a thousand yards ahead of you, there is this dilapidated old watchtower that has definitely seen better days, but currently the only, I guess, functioning structure that's close enough to you. And from behind you, you see darker than uh, the ground that it's running on, a stampede of some creatures. Well, I'm looking uh, for that tower now. The last one there was a rotten egg. Uh, so, <laughs> T, you're still in the air. What are you doing? How are you getting down? Are you just going to drop down? Because that's a fairly sizable jump. I mean, do the moon shoes provide some cushion, don't they? They provide a little bit of cushion, yeah, but... Uh, Not that much. Do I you... mean, will, will someone catch me? I'll catch you. They're, they're, ju- they're just fucking booking it while you're up that high. way too... Like important to catch you. Sorry. I'll catch I'm ya. actually okay. Well then I'll I'll take a helping hand here. I could get out of it myself, but if I don't have to. Don't worry, I'll princess Perfect. carry you uh, out. <laughs> that's all I wanted. So uh as you fall from your Grace. Your graceful jump of tower fall. Uh you you know, just because I want to see what happens. Oh, no. car roll me a Dex? Would that be a dex check for you to catch something? Or an athletics? Uh, I th- uh, since you're catching something, I'm, I'd say I'm dexterity. I'm not going to be heavy. I think it would be more dexterous. Yeah. Okay. Uh, athletics sounds yeah, more ahead. like what you're doing. If you're running or jumping. That's fair. Roll a dex. Are, are you still holding your uh, daylight yep. saving sword? <laughs> okay, then... Just don't hold it up. If I don't, I can't see him. <laughs> So you're holding your daylight saving sword in the air to try and see <laughs> I just hope I don't T falling down to catch with one hand some weird ass pop fly type of catch. And I want you to roll a dex I'm gonna say at disadvantage because you're using one hand. Well I don't think I want your help. Uh sixteen. <laughs> a sixteen even with the disadvantage. Uh, what's the disadvantage again? You roll two, uh and then you take the lower of the two. Okay, one second then. 16. Oh, Because the other one was a 16 uh, <laughs> plus one, so... Oh, okay, cool. Then, yeah, uh, you see him coming down. He has not slowed his descent at all, and with a solid, soft oomph, you uh, you catch him in one hand. Do you explain what you saw? Um, Since, uh, unless you were yelling it as you were coming down... I do like to think out loud. Um, <laughs> okay. So... At that time, I was relaying the information. So as as you're in the air, uh, you see the watchtower. You go, oh, a watchtower. And then as you spin around, oh, fuck. <laughs> if you don't want to be like Simba's dad, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are booking it for the watchtower. Do you want me to carry you there? Yep. I mean, if it's not a big deal, yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> so you've got uh, Yonko is running next to you. Is he having difficulties too? Not so much. Uh, Felis have a decent uh, running speed, okay. but as he's running, his accordion is also like inflating and deflating, so it's just. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> so you've got this weird uh, soundtrack, like not quite Benny Hill sort of soundtrack going on when you're running uh, away from the stampede, <laughs> but you make it to the base of this watchtower. It is about fifty to sixty feet up uh is the the watching portion of the tower i guess the top of the tower that's open the tower itself is made of jagged stones and such very at one point probably a well-designed tower but uh now through the ages has uh, let itself go kind of let itself go yeah (laughs) it has there definitely been things that have run into it and broken off pieces, and so it's it's more jagged, and, and uh, there are footholds and such for you to climb up if you so desire. There 
is remnants of a ladder that used to be on the side, but the rungs are missing, pieces of it are broken off. If you are, well, what are, what are you doing? Uh, how are you going up? The Do top? you want to scout it out? Yeah. Who's scouting T, it out? He can just jump up there. Well, Oren and T both have jumps. Oh, yeah. I'll jump this time. Either one of you. Adam. He did the last jump. I'll do this one. I can't fly, okay. so. You can't fly, you can't see. This is not I, your world. I'm not. I'm, I'm pretty much just uh, going to sit here and die. It's not your fine. day. <laughs> so, uh, Oren, you're going to jump then? Yep. Your jump distance is tripled until the spell ends. That's fantastic. What's your, uh, your movement, your speed? 35. So... That's hundred. Yeah, you can clearly leap to the top of this, and that's just using a spell. So perfect. Uh, you make it up to the top. Are you dropping down anything for the rest of them? Are you? The question is, do I have anything to drop down there? Oh, uh, in your packs, there's definitely rope. Okay, everyone yeah. has hemp rope. Naturally, throw down the rope to help those guys. You fling down uh, Rapunzel's hair of sorts, and have them climb up. So, uh. T and Yanko easily make it. Um, well, for it, Picard, you're <laughs> you're you're fairly athletic. I'm so, very athletic. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think you could probably do it. I was just thinking of the. Are you uh, securing it to anything? Or are you holding it, oh. uh, Spencer? Wrap. Let me see. Um, we'll try to find something like uh, if there's if it's like a what's the top of the tower look like again? The top of the tower as you're up there is I guess the easiest way to describe it would be the. Normal tower top with like yeah. ventilations and all that. There uh, used to be places to shoot from. Yes, uh, it's fairly fucked with time, essentially. Well, so there's, if there's something to wrap this around, I will. There's some jagged rocks you can wrap your uh, rope around to secure it. Uh, so Bukar, you can make it up pretty easily as well. As you do, the rumblings get heavier, and you can Bukar maybe not at this point, uh, but the other three can other four, excuse me, with ice, uh, can clearly see these shadowy, monstrously large figures stampeding past you. Uh, as they get closer to the tower, Makar, you can kind of see them in the light of your uh, sword. And as they run, some of them collide with the tower, causing the tower to rustle and shake and stuff. And you can, I suppose, kind of glean from this that that might be a reason why this tower is as disheveled as it is and uh, not well put together because over the years and things running into it, like these creatures, it has eroded away essentially like the stone to the waves. And after a solid 10 minutes of this stampede rushing through, it stopped. Stragglers, a few of them hitting the sides of it, these creatures are large and furry, uh, matted fur. You can't quite make out their faces through the fur, which could potentially be a reason why they're running into things. They can't actually see. They might not have much vision whatsoever, and they're just running. They can't even get a bath. They clearly, yeah, you can definitely smell them. Uh, you all have very acute... Well... I am both smell blind, blind and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it, we know you can't smell yourself. I, yeah, uh, <laughs> who would want to smell myself, anyways? Some of us don't have a choice. <laughs> Very smelly creatures running around constantly. But as the the chaos essentially uh, settles down, roll me a perception check. Um, everyone except for Bakar. I'm blind. It's fine. Uh, it'd be fifteen for me. Nineteen for me. Okay, cool. Uh, so. As the the rumblings begin to subside, and you can see the stampede making its way towards the tower in the distance, as it seems to be kind of looping around in some large migratory pattern. You also start to hear something else. It's slightly more high pitched, kind of scratching as something is running. Something being something that is chasing the herd. There's occasional thumps there is a those that can see in the the dark can see about a hundred two hundred yards away from the tower a straggling creature from this herd uh is not running as fast as the others 
and one of their legs is scraping on the ground. And in a kind of a sickening noise, you hear a crunch as something even darker than the matted fur of the sheep-like creatures jumps on the back of this creature and bites down the back of its neck, and it collapses. Oh. Well, maybe we should have done something? Nah. And uh, as the uh, four of you watch this happen, you see three more dark, more slender creatures uh, jump on top of this woolen one and begin to devour it. Something was chasing these, and something picked off a straggler. Oh, dear. Do you guys do anything with that? Do you stay on the top? I'm not going down there. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, let's have lunch. Well, they just (laughs) ran by. I didn't know they were edible. Yeah. I mean, you (laughs) see this sort of thing. See this sort of thing all the time. Let me pick one off for y'all. A fire arrow? Light the whole thing up? You just want to see. I want to see! You want to shoot an arrow at the one that's downed and being eaten right now? I'll put it out of its misery. Or hit one of the other things. We don't know what, like, the main species here is, right? Because we didn't come to the right place. Yeah, you don't have any information on this area. Then everything's fair game. (laughs) (laughs) Just kill everything. (laughs) I mean, my suggestion is shoot a flaming arrow at the running cow, and then we can see a, get a better look at the uh, the hunters. At the one oh, that's I'm down? I'm shoot an arrow near it. Okay. Yeah. Fine, I'll do that. Okay, so you knock an arrow. Are uh, you you're knocking a flaming arrow? Yeah. Okay. So you knock a flaming arrow and aim it toward the downed cow-sheep creature. And shoot it. I'm going to give you this. And I'm going to have you roll an athletics with advantage since you are an archer. Uh, 17. So you, in aiming for this creature, you shoot it and it nicks the shoulder of one of the other creatures before hitting the sheep cow creature, the prey creature in between the eyes here, putting it out of its misery. I don't know if you were intending for that. But uh, you have put that cow out of its misery. It stopped all of the noises it was making. All you can hear now is the essentially the tearing of flesh, except you have also drawn attention to yourself. All right. That's cool. And as these creatures are eating, they stop and they turn their attention to you, the direction of you, uh, where the arrow had come from. What do you do? It's going to stare right back. Just stare right back. Okay, so as you do so, the one that you hit the shoulder of locks eyes with you, and you feel a twinge of something, kind of a shudder through your body, and it makes a noise calling to the other creatures that are in the midst of devouring this, this sheep, and they all start to uh, sprint at the tower. Now we're talking. Uh, Are there any loose rocks or anything on the top of the tower? There are plenty that you could potentially fashion. But as they make their way to the base of the tower, what do you five do? So I can see them now? Uh, As they're getting closer, yes, you can see them. You can see that there are four very dark-skinned creatures. They're kind of an obsidian scales. I'm going to guess they're dragons. They are on two feet. They have no wings. Velociraptors. (laughs) I guess if we want to call them that. They reach the base. What are you guys doing? Oh yeah, we have communication thing. Can I actually call Spider? Do we not have like a Pokedex? Do you not have a Pokedex? Spider needs to get on one of those. Yeah. You mentioned calling Spider uh, Bakar. Is that what you yeah. want to do? Okay. Yeah, the spider will just uh, wait until you're done with your little call there. Sure. Yes. Uh, the uh, We're going to call them Velociraptors just because that works. Begin to 
grab hold of the rock uh, and begin to climb. They're slower at climbing than they are at running, but they are beginning to make their way up the tower. Uh, I'd like to drop some rocks on them. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, they're not going to be very big because I'm picking them up, but... Okay. Let's roll initiative quick right. to determine who does what first. Including Calling Spider? Including Calling Spider, yep. Initiative is... I got 14. 4. 11. Actually, 7. Spencer, then you are first. What are you doing? What do you... you... How many of them are there again? Three? There are four of them. All right. Whichever one is is uh, farthest down, just for fun. We'll call him Slowpoke. Slowpoke. Just to cool. go with the Pokemon theme. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. So, I'm shoot two shots at that jerk. Or, uh, you know, I did double shot. Extra attack. Okay, cool. So go ahead and roll to hit. 14. Again? Huh. Yep, that'll hit him. Go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, damage is eight initial and three uh, extra. Three lightning. Your <laughs> lightning arrow shoots past the three that are slightly further ahead and hits the velociraptor in the back. And as it does, uh, lightning shoots across its entire body and it lets go for a second and falls back to the ground. Being not that far up, it doesn't do a whole lot of damage, uh, the fall to him, but it looks shocked. <laughs> Very much so. So, you get a second uh, attack, right? Uh, yeah, you get a second attack. All right. This one I get a 16. Sorry, no, that's a 19. 19. A 19? You're shooting the same one? No, that guy's on the ground. I'm going to take the top one now. You're going to take the top one? Name is okay. Speedy. Take it from the top. You're going to name him Speedy. Okay. So, you attack Speedy uh, for... 19. How much damage was it? Uh, that is 10 total. Nice. So as you hit Speedy, the reaction is similar, and he falls. Uh, being further up takes some fall damage as well, but the ones on the ground start to climb once more. Okay, so Kelly, you are next. What were you doing? So you wanted... I'm going to see if I can call Spider right now. Okay, we'll use that as a free action to attempt. And as you click and fiddle around with your uh, spider com. All you get back is static. Well. You can't seem to get through to anybody. I'm just going to put my um, spidey com up in the air and like try to find Wade. <laughs> <laughs> the car is climbing uh, one of the large stones on top of the uh, tower, holding their wrist out, uh, trying to get a bar, <laughs> just wandering around. <laughs> uh, are you doing anything else for your turn? Have any of them reached the top at all? Uh, no, there are two that are further up than the other two, but uh, they are not not quite to halfway up the tower yet. Do I still have my hand axes? Um, did, I use those? did you get them back from... Uh, I don't remember. From the shopkeep's father's corpse? I can't remember at all. I still have them listed, so... <laughs> uh, I don't remember if we ever got them back. Because you threw your hand axes, and they both went into the one corpse. Well, corpse, now. You killed the uh, the shopkeep's father. I think I would have gotten them back, but you know what? I'm going to assume I didn't. And um, so I can't really do anything other than get things that are up close. So I'm waiting. Look for bars and wait. <laughs> You're going to wave your wrist around trying to find uh, cell service yep. in this dark, dreary area. Uh, okay, cool. And uh, T, what are you doing? I'm still going with my rock idea. I don't... I'm not a mage yet. Sure. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to try to wind it up over hopefully multiple targets if one's climbing under another one and just drop a rock or at least boulder from up here. So you're going to try and push a chunk of rock off of the, the tower at them. Let's... That would be a strength. Yep. I believe. So let's roll strength. Bakar is currently looking for cell service, but if Yonko, or not Yonko, Yonko is not strong at all. If Oren would like to assist, I'll give you advantage. Very well. So uh, you and Oren 
begin to push. Go ahead and roll your strength at advantage. 16. Yeah, fuck it. The two of you lob one off of the uh, tower's top, and it rolls fairly true. It nicks one of them and then collides face first with... um, What's another name for one of these, Spence? Oh, sorry, I missed that. You got Slowpoke and Speedy. What do you want for... Smash Mouth. Uh, Smash Mouth and Halfwit. Smash Mouth and Halfwit. It uh, nicks Smash Mouth. No, it did not. It oh, it's hit sm- Smash Mouth it hit- in the face. There it hits... Okay, Smash Mouth. <laughs> Smash Mouth gets hit in the face, and it nicks uh, Halfwit. Smash Mouth gets knocked completely to the ground and is no longer a threat. Ah, so uh, he just joined Halfwit. uh so you've got half wit at the top currently uh about halfway up the tower uh and speedy and slowpoke close behind with their turn they're going to rush a little faster now that you have uh bludgeoned one of their friends uh so they're about to uh like three-fourths of the way up uh and it is orin your turn again they are roughly 20 feet down at the moment. What Three size points. are these guys? They're not as big as the... Are they medium size? They're roughly medium size, yeah. Average. Right. So You're average, just like your father. <laughs> You're no good, Doug. <laughs> uh, you've got three of them coming up at you. Uh, Halfwit is the closest. All right, I'll shoot that one. Going with the lightning one again? Yeah. I only got okay. seven. Uh, seven will miss. Darn. Try the second one. Thirteen. Thirteen will also miss. Shoot. You did, and you missed. <laughs> <laughs> Picard, what are you doing? Well, this has not worked out, so I will, I guess, help throw rocks at the scaly beasts. Okay. Uh, you want to try and grab a rock that'll knock somebody down? Yep. Okay. And there is... Definitely one you can do so. Uh, who are you aiming for? Um, uh, you got Slowpoke, Speedy, and Halfwit. Um, what's the furthest one up? The one furthest up is Halfwit. I will hit Halfwit. Of course you will. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a strength check for me. Alright, let's see here. That'd be a 14. That is going to nick Halfwit. He's been nicked a couple times now with a rock. And it also nicks a Slowpoke as it passes by. So you did some damage to them, but you did not knock them off. Okay. You do have a second attack. Is there anything else you want to do? They're not close enough to even hit with a sword, right? Your arm span is, like, if they were... He's only a human. Like, like yeah. Only human. If they were, like, five feet away, maybe. Five, ten feet away, maybe you could uh, reach down and attack. But no, I don't think I don't really want to le- lose my sword by, like, accidentally dropping it, so... Just throw it at him. Yeah, just just chuck your throwing your sword your, always works. Your, chuck your daylight saving sword at him. Well, I still have a long sword, so I could just throw that one. You want to try throwing your long sword? Yeah, I at have him? a normal long sword. Fuck it, if you want to try throwing it, by all means. All right. If you're gonna do it as a range, that's your dex, not your strength. Oh, fun! That's twelve. You throw your non daylight saving sword down at I assume halfwit again mm-hmm. because you seem to. Would have I any, add proficiency to that uh, though? Uh, are you proficient in? Ranged weapons? I don't think so. Let's see here. I think I'm only good with... Let's see here. Simple weapons and martial weapons. Yeah, I don't think that... I don't think that counts as ranged. Probably not. I think there's a specific ranged one. Nope, I'm not good at that. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, you throw, uh, again, I assume at halfwit, unless I'm mistaken, uh, being that he's the furthest up, and you miss him completely. And you hear your sword bury itself in the ground at the base of the tower with just a saddening thump. Well, lost that one too. So now you're down to just your daylight saving sword. I have long sword of daylight savings. I also have my pickaxe of silver and fire dagger. Ah, right, 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 right. Okay, cool. So we'll see how many things you can wait, uh, lose during this When I fight. get back, I'm grabbing so much armory. I'm just going to have so many swords on me just to throw them. You're going to have to get a trench coat or something just to, to hold them like a like a flasher or something. Want to see my weapons? 
<laughs> Want to see my long sword? <laughs> I'm gonna be such a creep. I'm an alcoholic and a creep. Yep. Oh, you said it. <laughs> hey everyone, it's Taylor, your DM and lore master. I just wanted to stop in for a quick second to tell you about our sponsors for this week. Uh, if you would like to help keep the lights on over at the Tantalus Tales HQ, you can do so via our Patreon or our Coffee accounts. Uh, both uh, are at their respective things backslash the Tantalus Tales. Don't currently have the finances to support us? Don't worry about it. Sharing us to people you think might like us is great. Word of mouth is a fantastic way to support us. Our sponsors this week are Aortic Inkwell and the Other Side of the Tracks podcast. Aortic Inkwell, the creator of the brilliant Somnia comic, her art has a strong Amano vibe and pulls from Vampire Hunter D and even some Sailor Moon aesthetics. As of recording this, her store is currently on hiatus until mid-September. You can still scope out her work and support her through Kofi and Patreon as well, both of those at their respective sites backslash Aortic Inkwell. If you find her on Twitter, she also has a section for all of the sites you can find her artwork in. It's wonderful. I have several pieces of her work, and they are amazing. <laughs> I cannot sell her work higher uh, than buying it myself. The Other Side of the Tracks podcast follows two friends who couldn't be more different discovering new music that they wouldn't have listened to otherwise, as well as broaching some cultural and race discussions. Check them out on a podcatcher near you. If you would like to sponsor The Tantalus Tales, shoot me a line over at thetantalustales at gmail.com and we'll set something up. Enjoy the rest of the show. Do you want to hear what a 34-year-old white man thinks of Kendrick Lamar's good kid, Mad City? Or do you want to hear what a 26-year-old black guy has to say about Led Zeppelin? <laughs> well, then we've got the podcast for you. It's called The Other Side <laughs> of the Tracks. Uh, my friend Caleb here is going to give me a black album to listen to. And Jamie's going to give me a white album. And we are going to go through track by track and discuss our feelings on each. Oh yeah, and we've got feelings. And inevitably it gives way to some great conversation about our differences in cultures as well as similarities. So again, we're Other Side of the Tracks. And you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. So then, as you lose your sword, uh, T, what are you doing? I think I'm going to hold my action until one gets right at the top. Okay, cool. With their turn, Halfwit is going to make it to the top, and the other two are roughly ten feet behind him. But given that Halfwit is now clawed hand pulling himself up onto the tower's top, what are you doing, T? I'm gonna go and say, surprise, motherfucker. And then agonizing blast. Him. Uh, right in the face? Yeah. So like, right as he peeks over. <laughs> boosh! <laughs> Just boosh. Yeah. Alright, cool. Uh, that is not a roll at all, right? That's just a roll to hit? Yeah. I rolled a 19 plus whatever. Oh, well then shit, yeah. I rolled 14 for damage. Woof. All right. So as you see this clawed hand start to pull this creature up, its long snout and its dripping with dark arterial blood peeks its head to find you and Ice in your gothic attire and moon boots, and you say, Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> And bust an eldritch nut right in his face. Or uh, an agonizing nut, excuse me, right in his face. And his head rolls back as you hit him in the chin with it. And you hear a sickening crack. His neck snaps with the force of it. The clawed hand that was gripping the edge of the tower lets loose and half-wit falls 
all the way down. Unfortunately, Bakar's sword was blade down, otherwise that could have been really cool. Yep. So now Speedy and Slowpoke are nearing the the top of the tower. Orin, what would you like to do? Ready to start punching some You gotta start punching some fools? Yep. Fantastic. Are you holding an action for when they get there then? Yes. Okay, cool. Bakar, what are you I doing? I guess I will also hold. Okay. And T? I don't really need to do anything. I think they're gonna I think I'm just gonna be kinda just in awe of how cool my last move was and just kind of peek over the edge. Take a uh, minute to admire your work. So then Slowpoke and Speedy find their way to the top of the tower and as they are planted at the edge of the tower, their teeth snarling at you. They're fairly velociraptor in appearance, like dark obsidian velociraptors, and their eyes glow slightly with a red purple hue. They stare at you as, what were you doing, Orin, for your hellbat? I'm going to punch one, then the other. Okay. First attack is a seven. <laughs> it's Go a ahead. seven. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your uh, second one. Uh, it's much better. That's an 18. Okay, so are you a southpaw or are you righty? He's right. He's a righty, okay. So you're... Wait, what am I talking attack. about? I'm an elf, ambidextrous. Uh, as you go to attack Speedy with with thoughts or prayers, what's your first attack? Okay. Um, thoughts. So you attack Speedy with your thought knuckles, and as you're coming in for the hit, he dodges, ducking out of the way of your punch, and you use some of that momentum or frustration to attack Slowpoke with prayers. And with an uppercut, deal how much damage? Five radiant. As you hit, uh, a light shoots off from the diamonds that are encrusted into your prayer's knuckles. And for a brief second, you can see, well, Bakar specifically, uh, now all of you can kind of see in like normal, not necessarily the grayscale, of dark vision, you see that these velociraptory creatures are full of gashes and perpetually bleeding chunks ripped out of them. They are not the healthiest looking creatures you have ever seen, and you knock Slowpoke to the ground with it. They do not fall off the tower, but is knocked down onto the floor of the tower, and Bakar, what are you doing for your held action? I'm going to help Orin and go after Slowpoke. And you're going to go after Slowpoke on the ground. Yeah. Get him while okay. they're down. Get him while they're down, yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, how are you getting him while he's down? Can I just chop off its head? You can certainly try. I don't know, can you? We'll try. With your uh, daylight saving yep. sword. That's a nat 20. Jesus fuck, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, dear. Did you say liar? <laughs> you want me to send a picture? You can't cut shit. <laughs> I've seen you throw a sword. You can't swing it much better. <laughs> hey, I, I got a one while trying to cut off something on Santa Claus, so I'm um, Santa Claus. Uh, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> the, the brightness of Orin's prayer punch. You can see clearly, and, and with that new... Outlook on life, essentially. You, uh, how do you do it? How do you, how do you cut his, cut his head off? What do you do with it? I'm gonna slash down and scrape it pretty much as much as I can to try to get that head off. Uh, so you're not gonna do it in one fail swoop. You're gonna like butter knife this. I mean, <laughs> so it seems. <laughs> I'm trying to do it in one fell swoop, just like go down and cut through, but. If you want to be just absolutely cruel about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, he scared me, okay? <laughs> they attacked us first. It's not their fault. Not our you, fault. You definitely attacked him first. <laughs> no, I didn't. You shot him in the shoulder. I was naming for him, though. Uh, but yeah, so you... Want me to uh, roll damage for it, or...? No, no, I'm not going to have you roll damage for this, because that's... Uh, no, it. you kill it. Uh, you, you swing 
your daylight saving sword hatchet-like down on this poor, possibly disease-ridden creature's neck who only attacked because you guys attacked them. <laughs> Could have ran away, but didn't. And it doesn't quite go through the first time, and so you have to do it again. Like a monster. Indeed. <laughs> Enough moralizing. Like you're trying to cut through a, a, a stubborn sausage link. <laughs> you cut, cut off this creature's head. And Speedy looks on in horror as you <laughs> successfully intimidate this other creature. And it, in reaction, leaps from the building. Good. Uh, leaps from the tower. Uh, I try to running. jump on it. You try to jump on it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> roll... <laughs> Roll an athletics check. 17. Sure. So you jump on top of... Uh, now, is he, like, squirreling, like, flying squirreling off? Like, he just leaps because he knows he can land? <laughs> yeah, he leaps off, uh, and his, his armpit range, really. There's a frilled lizard type of flying squirrel-esque material that he glides down away from the tower with but you hop on his back I... and what what are you doing on his back in the air gliding down from this tower um i haven't thought that far ahead <laughs> just hold on for dear life is he able to be communicated with yeah well i'm gonna ride this puppy down to the bottom but can he be communicated with do you have uh any sort of animal handling slash speak with animal stuff? Nope. No, he's not elvish enough for that. He's not elvish enough. Pompous <laughs> asshole. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I'm just gonna hang on. I guess if we get to the bottom and he tries to do something, I'll just grapple. <laughs> I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna hang on to the back <laughs> and see where this goes. Okay, so uh, you have got this <laughs> this obscene mechanical bull situation going as you glide down to the barren floor of the uh, the area with this this flying velociraptor gliding velociraptor essentially, and uh, as you make it to the ground, he tries to buck you off. What do you do? Do I have to try to hold on? Because I want to hold on. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll a strength for grapple. It's a 10. A 10? You don't hold on super well. If you've ever seen anyone trying to ride a mechanical bull, you are flailing around, just barely holding on by the tips of your fingers, Perhaps ice is your saving grace at this point and is just wrapped around his neck trying to hold on. Yeah, I still don't know what I'm going to do here. I'm just... As you're doing this, he bucks you around and you're face to face. You're holding on to his face, essentially. Locking eyes with this creature at the base of the tower and it shrieks in your face. Uh, you I, are I also scream. You're both screaming at each other. Uh, that was a surprise. <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> You're both screaming at each other. You get covered in the remnants of what he was eating all over your face. And he goes to bite at you. What is your armor class again? That would be a 15. He takes a bite out of your shoulder. With with a disgusting chunk of teeth and, like, rotten meat for 11 damage. Okay. Well, that that makes me kind of mad. Well, I, I can only boy, assume. Boy, am I um, So, yeah, I'm going to put my... Assuming he's got a pretty big mouthful of my shoulder right now. I'm going to put a, my palm at the bottom of his jaw and give him a, a little blast. <laughs> So, to be clear, he is 
currently latched onto your shoulder. Okay, well, it's... And you would like to shoot a blast, forcing his jaw closed more? Well, it's it's gonna go through. Like it's okay. Just, it's just gonna go straight up through his head if I... Hit oh, oh, you're not you're not at the biting part. You're at more like the back of the jaw. Back of the jaw, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not trying to shoot that, through my shoulder. Because that's what I thought you were doing, and I was concerned. I don't need that arm. <laughs> I don't need that arm. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. Fuck it. Let's do it. Okay, let's do uh, 15. Yep, 15 will hit. Whew. Okay. 24 damage. 24 damage. Jesus fuck. That's my max. <laughs> that is, that is, yeah. So yes, you blow off a chunk of his head with this. Uh, it was the agonizing blast you were using again? Yep. Okay. And fall to the ground. It's not a long ways, maybe six feet. And you land on the ground with his jaw still attached to like you know a, a alligator or crocodile jaw mm -hmm. like it's mostly that essentially a pauldron of this velociraptory looking motherfucker on your shoulder looks badass hurts like a bitch that's my life but congratulations you have taken out four of these dark velociraptors essentially <laughs> but you have a, a chunk of speedy in your shoulder at the moment i'm gonna skin the one that's in front of me <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for you to say that <laughs> i've been waiting to do that you never leave them in one piece hey that's how you're supposed to skin them <laughs> i caught up his head now i get the rest of it uh well, sure, yeah, okay. T, you are at the base of the tower now, with this in your in your uh shoulder. Uh what are you doing down there? Um I think I'm just gonna look around and if not, just kinda inspect the bodies. Okay. Uh so one of them, uh Smashmouth, is mostly under a boulder. Half wit is crumpled near my longsword near Bakar's longsword if you have any desire to do anything with that slowpoke is up on the top and speedy has less uh, well speedy has less body mass because you blew most of it off are you looking to loot are you looking to skin <laughs> are you looking to what are you I'm doing I'm not a psychopath <laughs> uh if they got something to loot, then I'll loot. Otherwise, I'll just... Because you mentioned that they might be diseased or, like, something might be wrong with them. I just... Am I able to see anything more clearly now that they're not moving? Um, If you would like to do a medicinal check of some sort, a medicine check on them, you can check to see if there is anything you can tell. Nope. I'm dumber than rocks. I'll try. I got three. You got a three. Okay. You uh, you can tell that they look gross. <laughs> but my Boy, shoulder uh, should be fine, because nothing else seems wrong with them. Uh, uh, according to you, yeah. There, there's nothing wrong with them, and your shoulder will be perfectly fine. <laughs> Since I tend to skin a lot of animals, and I'm currently skinning one, can I also try? Sure. Since you are a psychopath. Hey! I'm a hunter. <laughs> Hello, animal, skinning, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you got. Are you proficient in medicine? Because of all I that? have a uh, plus two in wisdom, and so my medicine's plus two. Okay, sure. Yeah, go ahead. I got a one. Wow. <laughs> even with, even with the. I plus mean, it'll te be technically a three, but I got a nat one. Yeah, get a nat one. Uh, yeah, no, they. They look absolutely healthy, like, perfect. They they look appetizing as fuck to you. Good to know. <laughs> well, looks like we're done here. <laughs> yeah, that was all we had to do on this planet, right? Uh, but but you <laughs> are... saved the world. Bring us home. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, we've we we won. Are you attempting to call again? Want me to? Yeah. Alright, I'll try again. You still get absolutely no signal. It is all fuzzy frequency. Do we notice anything in the like around from the watchtower? Well, are you still at the base of the watchtower? Oh, yeah, I I'm still upstairs. Pretty sure I didn't go down. I'm at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna stay at the bottom or are you going back up to the top? Uh I have a feeling they're gonna be coming down soon, so I'm just gonna shout. Can you guys see anything? Okay. But not Bakar, obviously. <laughs> we all know I'm excluded from this. Obviously Bakar cannot see anything. What do my elf eyes see? <laughs> <laughs> What did your old eyes see? What do they see? What do they? What I'm looking with them now. Uh, so again, the only point of the only landscape of reference you guys have for anything right now is the tower in front of you, uh, which is well further than it was to the watchtower. Uh, that is essentially a probably a day's walk from where you're at. Is there a door at the bottom of the watchtower? No, there is not. There was the remnants of a ladder to get you up to the top, but again, that is no longer there. Okay, so it's not like a hollow tower that we can no, go in. not at the base, at least. <clears throat> People up top? What? You see a door? A little entrance? Let's see, do I see one? There appears to be what used to be a doorway that is now covered in stone from collapsed surroundings. Well, sh What are the doors that are... Trapdoor. Trapdoor? Mm, yeah, a trapdoor, but it is covered in stone. Looks like there was the potential to make it down there. Uh, you could certainly try if you'd like to move stone and stuff. Is there anything of noteworthy around here at all other than just rocks and the dead bodies? At the top of the tower, you've got... Other than the dead, currently being skinned, velociraptor hey, I'm taking thing. a small piece. I just want to, you know, take it with. You're just taking a small piece? Yep. Okay. Plus, you never know. Cool. It could be useful. You could look at it, see what it's going to do, what it is. <laughs> right now, it's just a piece right. of skin with scales on it. At the moment, yeah. On top of the tower, other than the, the dead velociraptor thing, uh, there are... Bones scattered about. There is remnants of a bygone era of there being someone, something, some people here that once stood watch for something here. There are broken arrows. There are rusted shields. There are completely dilapidated everything. Some uh, some pretty crazy stuff went down here. So something did happen in this particular. Uh, watchtower. One of the rusted shields, you see a shield emblem of a sun. Praise the sun. Which... Yes. <laughs> Praise that sun. Uh, and there we go. We found one. But there is a sun symbol on the shield itself. I guess you can kind of figure that maybe it's unusual for it to be super dark here. Hmm. As the two of you up there, uh, Yanko is also present, uh, just kind of looking around and watching. A brighter light starts to shine from the tower. The orbs that are uh, surrounding the tower begin to grow steadily brighter, and you can see something at the top of the tower, like right at the point that it penetrates the ocean of cloudy fog sky here multiple colors in sequence flashing around the apparently large area uh, at the top of this tower right seemingly something is going down there i shout out you guys want to go check that out uh yeah sure i'll do that okay so you guys are going to start your walk now I'll uh, climb down the tower from the rope and... My little book of dyslexia, does it cost anything to do? Or to, like, cast something from it? <laughs> your, uh, your tome of spells? Yeah. In what sense? What are you asking? 
Either way, I'm casting Firebolt, which, because I don't want to walk that far. <laughs> That's fair. So, you have got, you'll essentially have your uh, Fire Cold. I will be a Speaking of fucking Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a Fire Cult at the base, and the others come to join you. Are you guys making your way towards it then? Yeah. Okay. As you all begin to mosey, T and Ice on their fire cult, Yanko on Bakar, assumedly, mm-hmm. and uh, Oren by himself walking. As usual. Connor, roll me a, a... Did you ever take off the... Nope. Teeth? Okay. It looks badass. <laughs> it looks badass. Okay. Roll me a d20 with uh, your con mod. It'd be a seven. Okay. As you guys make your way toward the tower, T, looking very... Would you say you're proud of yourself looking the way you do? <laughs> hey. Uh, most days. Up on top of your, uh, your fire cold, looking fairly regal. Even on the fire cult, you, you make it to roughly eyesight with Bakar. It's not a big cult. It's a little boy. It's made for me. Yeah, it it fits your personality Hello, my lord. and whatnot. And uh, as you uh, make your way towards the tower, T collapses off of his fire cult. What? And hits the ground. I'm going to run towards him. Okay. As you reach T, you notice he is not... He's looking straight ahead, and his body has seized up. Hmm. Um, what do we do? The teeth from the Velociraptor, you see dark red kind of lightning streaks coming from it. And you realize, well, actually... Roll me a medicine check, uh, oh. Bakar. Okay. Maybe I'll do better this time. Haha. I sure hope so. So, let's see, 19, 20, 21. Uh, you recognize this as full body paralysis. That is not me. <laughs> Did she really need to roll? Did she really need to roll that well when I clearly cannot move? <laughs> yeah. seem yet. This is not helpful at all. So, so yes, <laughs> T has frozen up from this bite. He looks badass, though. Okay, look on that. He's he's still he's frozen in the seated mounted uh, position of riding a horse. <laughs> well, I'm gonna just pick him up then. Yeah. And we're just going to walk to the other town, because I don't have any healing, and I don't think Orin does either. The other town? Or whatever tower, or whatever. Oh, the tower. Okay, I was going to say, did you see a town? I don't I don't see anything. <laughs> That's fair. So, as you guys make your way, with now a, a frozen tea, essentially, Yanko says, oh, oh, wait. Wait, hold on, hold, hold on a second. Uh, and he pulls out his scroll from Vern that he got. Mm. There is a uh, a song on this scroll of healing music, an antidotal spell, essentially. And he attempts to play it. Okay. Right, okay. Yanko never learned to read music. Ah. Well, that's going to be trouble. So he attempts to play this, and he does so. And T can now move his neck and his head, but nothing else. Great. Oh, boy. Now, here's my question. Do I have both uh, T and Ice on me, then? Uh, Ice can move freely. But does he also want to ride? Uh, yes. Ice, Ice flies, doesn't he? Uh, he can. He chooses not to. I'll just have Yonko, Ice, and T all on me. I'm a horse. Nay. <laughs> I mean, my legs are set up for it. Just put a saddle on. There we go. Uh, you could have could have made a saddle with all the uh, all the skin I got. 
Palestinian guy. Yeah. Hey everyone, it's Taylor again. Uh, thank you so much for listening to episode 32 of the Tantalus Tales, Creatures in the Night. Our first steps into this dark world. And uh, I'm excited to show you guys what happens. Before we go, I want to thank What's Good for the use of their song intro. Uh, you can find them over on SoundCloud. They've got a lot of cool mixes and such that sound fantastic for anything you're doing. Uh, I also want to thank uh, our Patreon supporters for helping keep the lights on over here at Tantalus Tales HQ. If you want to assist with that, again, you can go to patreon.com backslash the Tantalus Tales. Uh, you can also help us out via coffee or Kofi ko-fi dot com backslash Tantalus Tales. If you uh, are unable to assist financially, that's perfectly fine as well and that that was tesla <laughs> attempting to eat my breakfast uh <laughs> but thank you again so much if you uh don't have financial ability to assist sharing us is wonderful and i absolutely love hearing from people that have watched the show whether through email or through social medias it warms my heart to see that people are enjoying our show and i'm excited for you to see the rest of chapter four uh we are almost done recording uh <laughs> chapter four and uh it'll be out in the coming weeks uh the next episode will be out uh on the 17th uh i love you all and thank you so much again for tuning in to episode 32 of the Tantalus Tales. Uh, take care. Bye.